to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week, we're going to be looking at the case of Matthew and Sedman. The citation for this case is 2021 UKSC 19. And like last week, this is another case that covers limitation periods and seeks to answer a question of general importance around the time limits before a claim is brought. In particular, we are interested in when the clock starts running. Generally speaking, if a cause of action arises partway through the day, then we wait until midnight for the clock to start running. But what happens if the cause of action actually arises at midnight? Does that day count or not? There are conflicting authorities on the subject, so it was up to the Supreme Court to offer a final decision. In the actual case, Matthew was one of the trustees to a trust, and Sedman was a former trustee. The trust had a shareholding in a company called Cattles PLC. Back in 2008, they published a report that contained misleading information. As a result, trading in those shares was suspended. Later on, under a court-ordered scheme of arrangement, the trustees were allowed to bring a claim against one of Cattles PLC's subsidiaries up to midnight at the end of the 2nd of June 2011. Unfortunately, the old trustees failed to make a claim by that time, and so the new trustees later brought their own claim for negligence and breach of trust against the old trustees, which is what we are looking at here. Under the Limitation Act 1980, such a claim must be brought within six years of the alleged tort, and this is where things get specific. We know that the cause of action accrued at midnight between the 2nd and 3rd of June 2011. However, this claim was issued on Monday the 5th of June 2017. On the surface, that looks like it is just out of time, but we have to take into account the fact that the 2nd of June 2017 was a Friday, and the 3rd was the Saturday. Obviously, the courts are closed at the weekend, so if the relevant date was the 3rd, then Monday the 5th would have been the earliest date, and the claim would have been in time. Thus, the Supreme Court had to answer what the rule is for these midnight deadline cases. Does the day following midnight count as part of the limitation period, or does it run from the day afterwards? In order to argue their case, Matthew relied on four different authorities to demonstrate that the day on which the action accrued should not count towards the limitation period. However, this only established a general rule that when the action accrued partway through a day, then the fraction of a 24-hour period should not count. That is a bit different from when an action accrues at midnight, and there are no fractions of days, but rather a full 24-hour period ahead. The only judicial authority that deals with this situation is a 1913 case called Gelmini and Morigia, which states that the full day after midnight should still count. The justices agreed that this should be an exception to the general rule, and that Gelmini was correctly decided. When providing a legal justification for this, it was noted that the law does not recognise a fraction of a day, and that is worth bearing in mind. Not only does that provide the basis for the general rule that time runs from the following day, but it also explains the exception that the full 24-hour period following an accrual at midnight should also count. Applying this to the case the 3rd of June 2011 is a full day, and therefore counts within the limitation period, and as a result the claim by the appellants was brought out of time, so their appeal was dismissed. Overall, I think this is probably the right decision. It can be pretty confusing when you get into the weeds of limitation periods, 
and so the more clear lines that the law and the courts can apply, the more clarity there will be for members of the public. Arguably that means the Supreme Court should not have offered up an exception to the general rule, but it seems obvious that there is a good reason here. The more fundamental principle is that there aren't fractions of days, and applying this to midnight simply means recognising the full 24-hour period as a day for the purposes of limitation periods. The difference of a single day here or there might seem petty, but there does have to be a time limit and it is only fair that it is enforced strictly. Plugging in too many exceptions only serves to muddy the water. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this episode of the UK Law Weekly Podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. If you get a chance to rate and review the podcast on iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts is what I think it's called now, then that is always very much appreciated. It just helps the um, podcast to get recognised and more likely that people who might be interested in following the latest goings on in the Supreme Court are able to see that this podcast is available. So if you do get a chance to leave a five-star review, then that is very much appreciated. And if you do, then you get your name read out on the podcast. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!